0: Bebop. (laughs) Welcome to the weekly ramble. This is Artist Bebop, episode number 45, where I take a timer, set it for 22 minutes, and go, go, go. Uh, So yeah, interesting week.
1: But I I was just
0: laughing because I'm, I'm constantly setting up with the way the video portion of this looks. And so I I set this light in front of me kind of high, and it reminded me of when I worked in a photo studio once upon a time. And so my responsibilities were darkroom and lighting sets. So My friend John came to work in the studio as well, and so (laughs) I think he had just started. But he would help me on set, and he goes to set up this big softbox and snaps it, and he's mortified, and I am too because he, you know, we just just got him. He's my friend. (laughs) I'm past the statute of limitations here, I think. But, <laughs> but the person I worked for didn't
1: know lighting. I had learned it. So she comes on to set and notices that it looks
0: different. So we would usually set up two lights, kind of one on each side for this These sessions that we would do, and when she came to set, there was just one in the middle, and hovering above. And so she asks me about it, and I tell her that you know old Hollywood lighting would be lit from above like that, and it would give like this butterfly shadow, and you know we're just trying this new thing. Then she loved it. But that was complete BS. You know, I just, we had snapped the other softbox. (laughs) I was always very adept at uh, covering up our mistakes. (laughs) I learned a whole lot of improv there. So, yeah. Part of me is worried. So I went into a cleaning frenzy this week. And I may have thrown away my microphone, which isn't, is not awesome. Uh, so I bought, <laughs> this happened yesterday, or I realized it yesterday. And I I went to Amazon and bought what I could get quickest. And it was really cheap for an iPhone, because that's what I, I filmed this on, and <laughs> I'm—I uh, was actually pretty surprised. It's pretty surprised what's being made for cheap. You know, it's not my microphone, so I'm kind of self-conscious as I go through this and wondering what it will sound like. And I'm, I'm mortified. And that was not an expense
1: that I really wanted. So, but I will have to replace the. Receiver part, so that's fun. <laughs> yeah, like it's—I don't know. It's a weird kind of rough week, I guess. I—I I was thinking about so my, my background
0: photography, and I was thinking about the first time that I decided. I was going to show my paintings because I'd been a photographer and, and really it's, it's strange how it happened. I, it's not that strange, I guess. If I trace it, I collaborated with somebody that was a painter and they were using my photographs to
1: kind of mix with their painting and then we came up with these pieces. And what they inadvertently did was very early on in the process, handed me some materials and said, make something. And it's weird that moment. I just, my hands just started moving. And that was it. I, I remember I,
0: I don't know, I was going through this transition period where, you know, I, like I said, I worked in a dark room and everything went digital. And I just didn't, I wasn't connecting
1: with the medium as much. And so, so yeah, that that moment was so such a weird moment. But I, I, so I was working
0: nightlife as a photographer during that time, and
1: <laughs> nightlife is very tricky because, as far as our gig, alcohol was free,
0: and that can get. Bad really quickly, and so I, I wanted to not participate. And part of how I did that was I started to bring a sketch pad to my gigs, or some some nights we were just hanging out, kind of networking, trying to get other events. But yet, part of how I I avoided. It's funny it's funny to use art as a defense but it it has been all my life.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, so from there I just kept
1: drawing and then I didn't really have paint stuff at that time.
0: But I remember sitting at a 59 diner in Houston with my friend Mart, and across the street was Jerry's Art which I had never been in. So we're, we're having lunch, and I asked Martin, Have you
1: ever been in there? And he says, Yeah, it's great. So I said, Let's go. And so
0: I go with Martin and pushing a cart. He wandered off and then came back. And he looked down and he said, there's like $200 worth of painting materials in your cart. What are you doing? And
1: I said, I'm, I'm going to paint. And that was it. I, I kept painting. And then I think somebody asked
0: me, what are you going to do with all these paintings? And without thinking, I'm like, well, I'm going to sell them. Because that's, <laughs> that's how photography started for me. i print these pictures and I would sell them. So it just made sense that I would go to sell them. And so I, I remember the first event that I got to sell them at was a wine fair. And
1: I remember setting up the booth. And I had this moment of panic where I said, what am I doing? I'm, I'm not a painter. And I wanted to, my family was helping me. I wanted to take everything down and run home and just just hide. But then I didn't. And I started to... I sold like, I think $3,000 worth of work. And yeah, that's inspiring. <laughs> but that moment of panic, I still get that sometimes. And I guess I was kind of feeling that this week. It's I don't know. It's hard to explain.
0: So what kind of started happening is when I have anxiety or things like that, I I tend to draw small, and so I've been compulsively making these watercolor things, and it's like ink ink and
1: marker and watercolor and I'm kind of loving it. And yeah. But but at the same time it's this neurotic
0: coping thing. <laughs> and that's why I'm
1: grateful when like, I have a lot of cool conversations and DMs and my
0: friend Steve was poking at me and,
1: you know, I showed him, I was like, I've been, I've been doing this compulsively. And So we talked about it a little bit and, and I don't know, he's always so nice and complimentary. And he said something like you have this power of connection. And I forget that that's that's a gift. And it's a lot of why I do what I do. And it helps assuage that panic. (laughs) But yeah, that's one of those weeks. And I don't know. But uh, I, I, I love the, the work and I, I started I guess I've been struggling with marketing. Things are just changing. It's the whole world.
0: It's not limited to an art market thing, but if like I I sell my things online, it's what
1: works best for my life. Live events, not so much. I have a lot of
0: babysitting would kill me <laughs> financially and, and
1: emotionally, but yeah, it's just I'm, just I'm really going through this phase where I'm figuring
0: that out this year. And so part of that that led to the watercolor thing was just trying something different. I, you know the past few years I had a formula that was working, but I've been seeing it not work as well. And so I was thinking about that. It's like, well, if it's you know if I can see that, then I can also man, I thought I put this on airplane mode. You heard my phone twice, but if i can if I can see it, then I can I can do something about it you know so so i started doing that and then i keep seeing these things where it encourages you to go live and i know like going live is so good but it's not a practical thing for me because of my kids i tried it like during the day and that didn't work like i'm i i'm not focused late at night i've I tried it and then that wasn't working, or you know, it worked okay. But tonight, so oh, I love TikTok. <laughs> it's it's my favorite platform to play on because of the randomness. And so last year, I, I did this heavy thing where. I was doing a lot of requests, and I, I grew, uh, you know, for me a good following. I got, uh, I got to like uh, twenty thousand, and and I, and then I stopped that a little while because I, I was getting burned out on how I was doing it. But I remember liking the exchange, because,
1: you know, I, I always ask for suggestions on, on my videos and and all that, but not on, sorry, I lost, lost my train there, train of thought, but, uh, uh, but on TikTok, I like the music suggestions. And I I was really realizing that I really like music suggestions that are Latin artists.
0: And so I went on there. And I still I like bookmark when people request. And I picked an artist. And it's usually I'm picking something I'm not familiar with. And then I have a little listening party and make this piece. And God, it was cool. Because I've been trying to do the live thing and it's not working as well for me. So I, I did I did one and then boom, here here came that crowd. It was exciting. It's like hi. And I'm not live, but I'm painting in real time. So I'm seeing their suggestions and I kept feeding it. And it was cool. And it's that thing my friend Steve was talking about, that connection thing.
1: And so I like that. And I, I want to maybe kind of figure out how to do that on other platforms. I just be conscious of that. But that, I, I liked it. <laughs> and I feel, I feel less panicked. And that's nice. But, yeah yeah and something I realized like more modern Latin music has so much fusion to it. It, or it it has some
0: of the most interesting fusion like some of what I was being thrown was rap and then
1: kind of mixtures of Norteño, reggaeton, and I, I relate to that because my art
0: and my interests are very much like that. They,
1: and it's kind of a globalization thing, I think. But And maybe
0: I'm just vibing
1: with it because, I don't know, I'm
0: Latino. <laughs> Makes
1: sense. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know
0: how long I'll. Let's uh, see. This started as a panic thing, but I'm just I'm
1: loving the, the pieces that are coming out of it. So, so we'll see. We'll see what
0: happens. Well, I mean, what happens is. Just have a bunch of these pieces because the the thing is I'm, I'm making them like two by threes. They're supposed to
1: kind of look like tobacco cards, but I don't know. It put that put me in a really happy place this week. Yeah, it's also I'm always thinking about
0: AI, and I realized this week that it's because my my children are growing up with this, so. It's imperative that
1: for me to, to have knowledge of it. So, and, and I'm just interested. I think it's cool. I think it's cool the weird time that we are coming up in and watching it radically change and change
0: and morph. But it all that all relates back to
1: the whole art marketing thing. No. So yeah, that's where my rambly brain is this week. <laughs> Man, yeah, it was a, it was a lightning week. I, those
0: those were me. Some of my main projects. I've been doing a lot more video time lapses. I took a I took a little break from the nightly
1: talking ones, but I'm gonna start that up again. That's one thing I, I've learned that if if I'm feeling like that, it's okay to take a break from something. Whereas I uh, I didn't always see that. And I still sometimes struggle with that to, I don't know, I think of Immanuel Kant who had these
0: absolute truths, these categorical imperatives. And (laughs) so I remember a philosophy story
1: involving Immanuel Kant and people, that lived around him knew that it was three o'clock when he was walking past a certain point, because that's how strictly he took this categorical imperative thing that this absolute truth. And so I oftentimes would think of that story and check myself and not want to be, Immanuel Kant.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and his reaction was all because it was a time of radical skepticism and philosophy.
1: Descartes, I think, therefore I am type things. And... Yeah, but more radically, like, people just saying that nothing mattered. That, yeah, here he comes. Oh, <laughs> post ramble, but yeah, nothing mattering. Which I don't know, I was thinking about that this week, too. Oh, um, everything's not that serious, but it feels like it sometimes. So, there we go. That's what I got. Thank you for joining me. And I will see you next time.
0: Welcome to my world.
1: Santos world. Be pop.